الله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على عبد الله ورسوله نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين أما بعد So we continue with the names of Allah Azza wa Jal and we have reached the name Al-Alim Al-Alim The All-Knowing And this name is found in the Qur'an in more than a hundred and fifty places which indicates to us the importance of this name the fact that it's found in a hundred and fifty or more than a hundred and fifty places in the Qur'an to give an example Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said He creates whatever he wills and he is the most knowledgeable, the all knowledgeable, the all knowing. Al-Qadir, the one who is able to do everything. And Allah Azza wa Jal said, وَكَفَى بِاللَّهِ عَلِيمًا Allah is sufficient in His knowledge or His knowledge and like that it is sufficient is Allah as one who is all-knowing over us. And Allah Azza wa Jal said, ذَلِكَ تَقْدِيرُ الْعَزِيزِ الْعَلِيمِ Allah Azza wa Jal said, ذَلِكَ تَقْدِيرُ الْعَزِيزِ الْعَلِيمِ This is the decree of Al-Aziz, the Almighty, Al-Alim, the All-Knowing. And Allah Ta'ala said, إِنَّ اللَّهَ سَمِيعٌ عَلِيمٌ Indeed, Allah hears everything and knows everything. Meaning that Allah is the one whose knowledge encompasses everything which is apparent and everything which is hidden. And everything which is secret and everything which is open. He knows what happens in the heavens and he knows what happens in the earth. He knows what happened in the past. And he knows what will happen or what is happening in the present. And he knows what will happen in the future. So there is not a single thing that is hidden from Allah Azza wa Jal's knowledge. He knows what was and what will be. And he knows the impossible things, even though they have not happened. He knows what would happen if they happened. He has encompassed everything with his knowledge. And he has enumerated every single thing among his creation. And the Quran has explained to us 
with a huge and detailed explanation the knowledge of Allah that it has encompassed every single thing and that Allah has encompassed everything with his knowledge Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said وَسِعَ رَبِّي كُلَّ شَيْءٍ أَفَلَا تَتَذَكَّرُونَ My Lord has encompassed every single thing with his knowledge will you not then take thought or will you not then remember and Allah Azza wa Jal said رَبَّنَا وَسِعْتَ كُلَّ شَيْءٍ رَحْمَةً وَعِلْمًا Our Lord, you have encompassed everything with your mercy and your knowledge. And Allah Azza wa Jal said, إِنَّمَا إِلَاهُكُمُ اللَّهُ الَّذِي لَا إِلَاهَ إِلَّا هُوَ وَسِعَ كُلَّ شَيْءٍ عِلْمًا Your Lord is none other but Allah. The one that there is no God worthy of worship but Him. Every single thing has been encompassed by His knowledge. And Allah did not just mention the si'ah of His knowledge, the vastness, but He also mentioned that it surrounds everything. Al-Ihata. So in the first few ayat, we learned about the vastness what we call sa'a or si'a that Allah Azza wa Jal encompassed everything because of the vastness of his knowledge but we also learn about the ihata the fact that his knowledge has covered every single thing and nothing escapes it Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said inna allaha bima ya'maluna muhit indeed Allah is regarding what they do all encompassing and his knowledge of what they do encompasses every single thing and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said inna rabbi bima ta'maluna muhit indeed my lord encompasses in his knowledge everything that you do and Allah azza wa jal said وَكَانَ اللَّهُ بِمَا يَعْمَلُونَ مُحِيطًا And Allah was with regard to what they do, encompassing in His knowledge. And Allah Azza wa Jal said, وَكَانَ اللَّهُ بِكُلِّ شَيْءٍ مُحِيطًا And Allah Azza wa Jal is the one who encompasses every single thing in His knowledge. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told us that His knowledge encompasses those things which are secret and those things which are openly done and those things which are from the unseen and those things which are from the seen world that we see in front of us Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said رَبَّنَا إِنَّكَ تَعْلَمُ مَا نُخْفِي وَمَا نُعْلِن وَمَا يَخْفَى عَلَى اللَّهِ مِنْ شَيْءٍ فِي الْأَرْضِ وَلَا فِي السَّمَاءِ Our Lord, indeed you know what we conceal and what we speak about openly and nothing is hidden from Allah at all not in the earth nor in the heavens and Allah said Allah knows has a couple of possible meanings which come under it one 
or the one that seems to be mentioned mostly in the sunnah is to sign or to make a signal with your eyes like instead of pointing and saying him you go with your eyes this is mentioned in the sunnah as khainat al-ayun it's mentioned that the prophet said with regard to one of the companions uh, before he became or at the time he became muslim the prophet because he had done a great evil he had left islam and he now wanted to come back the prophet wanted his companions to kill him and so the prophet refused to accept his like his uh, apology while he was apologizing he was turning left and right to to get away from his apology and they said to him O messenger of Allah why did you not sib- signal to one of us like just you know if you wanted him to be killed why did you not just signal with your eyes he said it's not for an nabi to have khainat al-ayun it's not for the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam to signal in secret with his eyes and it's not a befitting way and then the, that man became Muslim and he was a good Muslim until the end of his life so there was a wisdom in that the other meaning of khainat al-ayun is the glance that you look at haram which no one sees except you you are I mean khainat al-ayun in, in, in literal terms is a betrayal of the eyes a betrayal of the eyes so when you are you know something goes past and you just look with your eyes and nobody knows except you and Allah but Allah Azza wa Jal knows Allah knows that glance that you make with your eyes Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows that signal that you make with your eyes doesn't escape the knowledge of Allah Azza wa Jal and Allah knows what is in the deepest part of your heart even though you've never told it to anyone and you've never shared it with anyone you've never spoken about it to anyone but Allah knows what is in the deepest deepest part of your heart and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said وَلَقَدْ خَلَقَنَا الْإِنسَانَ وَنَعْلَمُ مَا تُوَسْوِسُ بِهِ نَفْسُهُ وَنَحْنُ أَقْرَبُ إِلَيْهِ مِنْ حَبْلِ الْوَرِيدِ Allah said, we have indeed created mankind and we know what his own soul whispers to him. The wiswas, the waswasa of his own soul. We know what his own soul whispers to him and we are closer to him, i.e. in knowledge, than his jugular vein. And Allah Azza wa Jal said, وَعْلَمُوا أَنَّ اللَّهَ يَعْلَمُ مَا فِي أَنفُسِكُمْ فَحْضَرُوا Know that Allah knows what is in your own self. So be cautious. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, أَوَلَا يَعْلَمُونَ أَنَّ اللَّهَ يَعْلَمُ مَا يُسِرُّونَ وَمَا يُعْلِنُونَ or do they not know that Allah knows what they conceal and what they reveal, what they keep secret and what they speak about openly? 
And Allah Azza wa said, Wallahu ya'lamu ma tusirruna wa ma tu'alinun. And Allah knows what you keep secret and what you do openly. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Alam ya'lamu anna Allah ya'lamu sirrahum wa najwahum wa anna Allah allamul ghuyub. Do they not know that Allah knows their secrets and their secret counsels? The najwa is the secret private counsel you have. Nobody knows. Two people get together. Don't tell anybody. Don't tell anybody. What we're going to talk about now is between you and me. This is a najwa. And Allah knows the najwa that you have, the secret conversations you have. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is Allamul Ghuyub, the one who has complete knowledge of the unseen. Allam. Allam is even more emphatic than Alim. Alim is like, okay, knowledgeable. Alam, he knows every single thing about the unseen. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, يَعْلَمُ مَا بَيْنَ أَيْدِيهِمْ وَمَا خَلْفَهُمْ وَلَا يُحِيطُونَ بِهِ عِلْمًا He knows what is before them and what has passed behind them. This has two meanings, in time and in place. So in time, Allah knows what is going to come to you. And He knows what has already befallen you in the past. Or in place, that Allah knows what is in front of you and what is behind you in place. But they do not encompass anything of in knowledge of Allah. And you cannot encompass Allah within your knowledge. But Allah encompasses you within His knowledge. Allah said, وَسَتُرَدُّونَ إِلَىٰ عَالِمِ الْغَيْبِ وَالشَّهَادَةِ فَيُنَبِّئُكُمْ بِمَا كُنْتُمْ تَعْمَلُونَ You will be returned to the one who knows the unseen and the seen. You'll be returned to the one who knows the unseen and the seen. And he will inform you about what you used to do. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned his knowledge of everything in the heavens and the earth. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Inna Allah ya'lamu ghayba as-samawati wal-ard, wallahu basirun bima ta'maloon. Allah knows the unseen of the heavens and the earth. And Allah is all-seeing of what you do. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Wallahu ya'lamu ma fi as-samawati wa ma fi al-ard, wallahu bi kulli shayin alim. Allah knows whatever is in the heavens and whatever is in the earth. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is knowing of every single thing. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned that He is the only one who knows mafatih al-ghayb. The hidden secrets of the unseen. No one knows it but Him. Allah Azza wa Jal said, وَعِنْدَهُ مَفَاتِحُ الْغَيْبِ لَا يَعْلَمُهَا إِلَّا Allah Azza wa Jal has knowledge of the secret world of the unseen. Nobody knows it but Him. وَيَعْلَمُ مَا فِي الْبَرِّ وَالْبَحْرِ And He knows what is on land and what is at sea. 
وما تسقط من ورقة إلا يعلمها ولا حبة في ظلمات الأرض. And there is not a single leaf that falls except that he knows it. Nor a single seed in the darkness of the night. ولا رطب ولا يابس. Nor is there anything that is living or anything that is anything which is and you see a ratab and moist and it's living it's alive and and or anything which is yabis anything which is uh, what's the word any an object which has no life to it illa fi kitabin mubin except that it is in a clear book and allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said inna allah indahu ilmu as-sa'ah Allah is the only one who knows the coming of the hour. Not even the angel who blows the horn knows when the hour will come. Rather, the angel has put the horn to his lips. The Prophet said, he has put the horn to his lips and he is, he doesn't even blink and he is staring at the throne of Allah waiting for the command to come to blow the horn. But he does not know when it will be blown. The Prophet ﷺ was asked by Jibreel, When is the hour? He said, The one asking, no, the one being asked knows no more than the one who is asking. And he neither Jibreel nor the Prophet ﷺ know when the hour will come. And he is the one who sends down the rain. Meaning he is the one in his knowledge who knows when the rain will come and where it will come and how much it will fall. And this is not contradicted by the fact that we now have weather forecasting and so on. Because that's not the meaning. Weather forecasting only looks at the clouds that have already formed and the low pressure that has already formed and looks at where the clouds will go. And it's a, it's a very limited and very imprecise knowledge. But as for where every single raindrop will fall and when it will fall, Allah Azzawajal knows this until the Day of Judgment. And He knows what is in the wombs. Again, there was a lot of people who became confused about this. They said, how can we say only Allah knows what is in the wombs? We have an ultrasound, we can see it's a boy, it's a girl. That's not what Allah Azzawajal said, it's a boy or a girl. He knows what is in the wombs, whether it will be a believer or a disbeliever, whether it will be from the people of Jannah or the people of Jahannam, whether it will live for 70 years or 60 years or more or less. And none of you know what you will earn tomorrow. Nobody knows. You can estimate, but nobody knows whether they will get extra or less or how much money they will spend tomorrow. And no soul knows in which place it will die. Allah is Al-Aleem, the one who knows everything, and Allah is Al-Khabir, the one who is aware of everything. And Allah said, Allah يَعْلَمُ مَا تَحْمِلُ كُلُّ أُنْثَى وَمَا تَغِيضُ الْأَرْحَامُ وَمَا تَزْدَادُ وَكُلُّ شَيْءٍ عِنْدَهُ بِمِقْدَارُ 
عالم الغيب والشهادة الكبير المتعال Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Allah knows what every female carries in terms of the baby. And Allah azza wa jal knows what the wombs will, for example, something that will be miscarried or, or what will be increased, those who will have twins or more than that. And every single thing has a defined measure with him. The one who knows the unseen and the seen, Al-Kabir, Al-Muta'al. And those names will come, inshallah. And believing in this name has many beneficial effects on a person. In fact, it's one of the strongest admonitions and warnings that a person can take. Sheikh Muhammad Al-Amin Al-Shanqiti Rahimahullah Ta'ala said, the scholars have consensus that the greatest admonition and the greatest thing to put fear into you or to rebuke you that descended from the heavens to the earth Yani that is this name Al-Alim. And they gave an example for this. And to Allah belongs the highest example. They said, and essentially I'll summarize it for you. They said, if it was said to a people of a country that the governor of this country goes to sleep knowing everything that you do in the night, What would they, how would they go to sleep? They would go to sleep in an extreme state of any caution and, and care. They would be extremely scared. They would be extremely worried. And this Lord who created the heavens and the earth, Allah who created the heavens and the earth, and Malikul Jabbar tells them in the ayat of his book, Such that you can't almost turn a single page of the Mus'haf except that you find this huge reminder telling you that Allah is bikulli shay'in alim. He knows everything. Wallahu bima ta'maluna khabir. Allah is all well acquainted with what you do. Ya'lamu ma tusirun. He knows what you conceal. Wama taskutu min waraqatin illa ya'lamuha. Not even a single leaf falls except that He knows it. We created mankind and we know what his own soul whispers to him. Know that Allah knows what is in within your own selves. So be careful of him. And the statement of Allah Azza wa Jal. There is not a single matter and you do not recite a single part of the Quran and you do not do a single action except that we witness it when you go about doing it. So it is appropriate for us 
to take this huge admonition and this name that should scare us and should motivate us that we don't forget it so that we don't destroy ourselves by forgetting this issue and Ibn Rajab rahimahullah ta'ala said a man forced a woman into intimacy and he forced her to close all of the doors he said to her is there any door left that is not closed she said yes the door which is between us and between Allah so he left that woman and some of them used to say when they saw a man speaking to a woman indeed Allah can see the two of you may Allah conceal your faults and ours and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said يَعْلَمُ خَائِنَةَ الْأَعْيُنِ وَمَا تُخْفِي الصُّدُورِ so whoever thinks about this, that Allah knows this betrayal of the eyes and what the souls conceal, this person becomes extremely scared that Allah, even the, the movement of your eyes, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows it. Even what is concealed in the deepest part of your heart, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows it. Ibn Kathir, rahimahullah ta'ala said about this ayah, that he knows the deceit of the eye and what the, what the chests uh, conceal. Ibn Kathir ta'ala said, Allah Ta'ala informs us about his complete perfect knowledge that encompasses every single thing, those things which are obvious and those things which are extremely minute. Those things which are small and those things which are big those things which are minuscule and extremely hard to notice very subtle so that the people would be scared and take a warning from Allah's knowledge of them so they would become shy of Allah with absolute shyness and this is one of the major benefits of the name to become shy of Allah with complete shyness and that they would have true taqwa of him i.e. they would truly protect themselves from his punishment by doing what he commanded and avoiding what he prohibited and they would be aware of him watching them with an awareness of the one who knows that he is being watched so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows the eye which betrays And he knows the secrets that are concealed within the chests. All those secret matters and those hidden matters that are de the deepest things within your heart. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows of them. And many times this name Al-Alim is mentioned in the Quran in association with the actions that we do and the reward for those actions so that the hearts become aware 
and take note. The importance of fulfilling those actions properly and the importance of your actions being sincere for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So that you have a targheeb wa tarheeb. You have something to scare you and something to encourage you. You're encouraged, why? Why are you encouraged? Because you know that even if nobody saw what you do and no one was aware of the good deed you do, you know that Allah knew of it, the good deed that you do. So you become encouraged to do more good deeds and you think, Allah, this person didn't thank me for what I did, but Allah will, will thank me. And you become scared because that little sin that you did, you know that Allah saw it and heard it and was knowledgeable of it, even if it was in the depths of your heart. So you correct your actions. This is one of the major benefits of knowing that Allah is Al-Aleem. Correcting your actions, changing what you do and making it sincere for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the one that there is no one who gives us success except Him and there is no God worthy of worship except Him. Uh, if there's any brief questions from the brother's side, we can take them because um, I won't have a lot of time outside. Both of them indicate knowledge. But on its own, Allah only uses the word alim on its own. And alam is always mudaf. In other words, it's always in a possession construct. Like alam of the unseen. And it's never said that Allah is al-alam. So al-alam is not a name of Allah. But al-alim is a name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Al-alam in, as a, in a possession construct, Allamul Ghuyub, then this uh, is the, the one who knows everything in, that is uh, concealed. But one is a name of Allah and one is not a name of Allah. And uh, Alim on the pattern uh, Fa'il, it has a couple of important meanings that we've come across before. One is that it emphasizes the knowledge of Allah. And one is that it emphasizes that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, acts upon that knowledge and Allah knows best. And as for Allam, it indicates that Allah knows uh, everything that is in the ghaib, everything that is in the unseen. Because perhaps the people might think, maybe Allah knows a lot of the unseen. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala explained with emphasis that He is Allamul Ghuyub. He knows everything in the unseen. So these are some things that become clear. And Allamul Ghuyub, for those scholars who affirmed the names of Allah which are joined, then they affirmed Allamul Ghuyub as a name of Allah. Uh, but for those who stayed, the scholars differed over these names like Rabbul Alameen and Allamul Ghuyub. Are they names of Allah or descriptions? So those of them who affirmed these as being names of Allah, then they affirmed Allamul Ghuyub as a name of Allah and Al-Alim as the name of Allah. But Al-Alim is the one that comes on its own. And Allah knows best. Salatu wassalam ala nabiyyina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in.